I can think of only one thing that could lift my spirits right now. Beer. 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 This is Drink of Ages on ESPN 97.5. The only show dedicated to craft beer, spirits, and music. Here's your host and luminary, John Denman. John Denman. All right, welcome everybody to this week's Drink of Ages radio show on ESPN 97.5, live at House of Blues Houston here yes, at the sir. restaurant in front of the voodoo stage. Got a really fun show tonight lined out for everybody. Our music guest, The Weeds. <laughs> very appropriate. Fantastic band, and yeah, very appropriate, <laughs> you know, just to be honest with you, because uh, our guest, Ben Williams, is here. Thank with you, Highway thank you Vodka. So thank you. Highway Vodka is a hemp-based vodka yep. that's made right here in Houston. That's right. Yep. Yeah, man. It's one of those things that a hobby that turned into something. So. I mean, which hobby? <laughs> <laughs> Distilling. Okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's just it's just a uh, pretty interesting that because uh, I was just you know getting to know you and everything and uh, looking what's going on with Highway Vodka and to decide like we're going to first of all become a distiller right and I mean like then decide to add hemp to it yeah you know everything just kind of happened in a weird backwards way you know um, owned a couple bars and restaurants here in Houston and uh, just started distilling I don't even know why but I just Saw some stuff, always visit distilleries when I travel, and was like, you know, I want to get that equipment. So bought some little stuff, started messing around in my house, you know, um, had my, my daughter helping me out. She's here tonight. And by the way, she has gifts for you guys if anybody wants some shot glasses and some little takeaways, definitely. Probably the youngest uh, female distiller in the state of Texas right there. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, just, just messing around, making stuff. Um, eventually went over to a buddy of mine uh, who had a big horse barn because, you know, it's still illegal to distill without a permit. So took my equipment over to his barn, and uh, we started uh, just making runs in there and um, a lot of horrible stuff, you know, just trying to figure it out. and. Uh, about after got kind of good at it, like about two years in, a buddy of mine opened a dispensary in Cali. I went out there to hang out with him, and then he introduced me to some people that were distilling, like with marijuana and alcohol. And uh, I didn't like what they made because it's a weird thing. It to is. Drink. It is pretty. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's it's like being bipolar in a drink. You don't know you're getting pulled in too <laughs> many direct. But. Uh, but I liked what I saw, what the plant was doing for the process of making spirits. So when I got home, we just started playing with hemp and uh, just messing with stuff. And um, I would always take stuff that we made like up to the bar or restaurant and let people taste it and see what they thought. And uh, more people started liking it, you know, once we introduced the hemp. And um, I always used like the women that were at the bar, you know, I'd let them. And they always wanted to taste it room temperature and neat. And finally, when I nailed the recipe to where they would taste it room temperature and neat, and their face just didn't like recoil, like I was like, yeah, that, that's that's a cool recipe. Right that's where there. that's where <laughs> it needs to be. <laughs> yeah, and um, man, I just kind of went for it from there, and um, decided to go for it and apply for a permit. It took two and a half years to get the permit through the federal government because of the hemp, you know. 
and then I uh, finally got it out on the market about two years ago and it's all around Texas now, Southern California, Southern Florida, and Georgia. Wow. Yeah, it's growing really fast now. It's really started to take off. No doubt. It's just, it's just fun to, you know, people as a hobby. Yeah, you know, sitting around distilling. Like I said, yeah, it's not it the most legal thing that, that you right. can do in Texas, but and I know a lot of people that do it. Yeah, and tasted some really good stuff that they're making. Yeah, but man, to sit there and come up with this game plan and execution. Yeah, I mean, like I said, it was like literally read every book Amazon had to offer. You know, watched every YouTube video, just. Just learning how and uh, and running hundreds and hundreds, if not thousands, of batches over years, you know. Uh, and the only thing that really gave, well, two things that gave the confidence to be like, maybe this could be something, you know, uh, was that the I, I would have blind taste tests against, uh, like I would go into my place and I, you know, what's your favorite vodka, and you know, line them up, and I kept winning like over and over again. I was like, dang, all right, you know what I'm saying, and then. With the differentiating factor of the hemp, you know what I'm saying? Um, it wasn't just like every other thing on the shelf, you know? Because um, the vodka aisle, as everybody knows, is just packed, you know? But there's not a lot, if there's anything. There's not a like lot of me. them with a nice little weed plant on the top yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that kind of catches too. the eye. Yeah, exactly. That was the goal. And so, uh, yeah, man, it just kind of went from there. And, um, you know, now it's just a whole learning curve of learning how to operate this type of business which is a whole nother thing but yeah it's great i mean look i'm just sitting this is we're working now i'm sitting here you know we got some vodka talking about it it's a lot worse gigs out there you know what i'm saying so i hear it i mean i feel the same way yeah <laughs> like exactly. every week i sit around like oh, i've got to go to work yeah exactly let's go and enjoy some drinking time exactly so what, what exactly is in, I know we have it neat here. Yeah. So what's That's just a little splash of soda right there. But yeah, like I wanted you to try it neat because this is how I had to sample it on hundreds of people along the way. And so basically you have nothing but just hemp seed, corn, and water, and that's it. So you start with that, you know, you boil it up in a big pot, throw it in a fermenter, and that's when the hemp starts to come into play, right? So the hemp acts as a nutrient for my yeast, so the hemp seeds go in the fermenter? Yes. It, it starts in the, in the mash tun. The mash tun, okay. Yeah, so like you cook that up, go into the fermenter. The oils start to form from the hemp seed there. And also the hemp seed acts as a nutrient for the yeast. So I noticed like when we first started playing with hemp, my yields of alcohol got larger. So that's because of it's a yeast nutrient, right? I didn't know, just reading and stuff. And then, uh, but then, so out of being lazy one day, I just threw all the liquid, the grain, because typically I used to rack the liquid off from in between the oil and the grain, because it looks kind of, it looks like olive oil on top of oatmeal in the fermenter, right? So I would just siphon the liquid off, but then one day just being lazy, I just threw it all in there, the oil, the liquid, and the grain, changed everything, best stuff we ever made. Distill only six times, only capture the heart of the run. So like in distilling, there's four parts. There's the four shots, the heads, the hearts, and the tails. The only thing that's drinkable are the hearts and the tails. But uh, the tails are sometimes where the headache lies. So I, don't, I didn't keep that. You know, I only kept the hearts because, again, we just wanted the pure stuff. And so uh, doing that, and I had to build my own filters and everything. And, like, that's how when you see Highway, like, those oils kind of cling to your glass a little bit they coat your palate and hold some of the sweetness from the corn on there and also smooth it out you know so it makes it 
really easy to drink, room temperature and neat, you know. And it's full of anti-inflammatory, so you'll be way better in the morning uh, if you happen oh, to overdo it. You know, I don't advise that, but, you know, it happens sometimes. I so. played golf today, and this should help. <laughs> yeah, let's go. Cheers. Yeah, man. It's definitely smooth. Yeah. And it tastes good. Thank you, yeah. That's the oils holding that sweetness from the corn on your palate. And there's not a lot of vodkas you want to drink like that. And it has its own nuance and character, you know? Yeah, well, vodka reminds me a lot of high school. Right. And, and right. headaches. Right. Whereas, uh, you know, it's just like a burn. There's, there's yeah. no burn at all. Yeah, yeah, and that's the whole thing. And I mean, like, and it's only 57 calories a serving. I, I didn't know how to make it that. It just happened to be that way. I had it tested one day, and I was just like, when it came back, I was like, wow. And that actually skews it towards the ones that are designed to be low calorie, you know? And um, so I don't know, man. It makes you wonder. I don't know what people add to stuff after the fact. I don't even know how to do that, you know? So I just do, I just keep it simple, man, because, like, this is the only stuff I know how to cook. So I keep it easy <laughs> and, and, and go with it, you know? I don't know if anybody else has tried it yet. They said there's some on the table over there, and they have it at the bar. But yeah, yeah, this is you know we, we of course bourbons easy sitting back sip on stuff right. like that the good ones tequila is right. the same way. Yep. But really, just vodka just never really sat around and sipped on vodka. But right. this certainly is one that you can. Yeah, and you know what's weird about that is because. I don't know how when it got to the states they mandated that it has to be odorless and tasteless but everything has an odor and a taste but i read one of the books i read was smirnoff's book king of vodkas and he talked about back in that day you could tell who made the oh that's that's billy's vodka oh that's you know john's vodka whatever because it had character and it had nuance to it so that's what gave me the confidence not to you know distill the hell out of it and, and wash the flavor and nuance out of it you know what i'm saying let that live and so like a lot of the cocktail folks they like it because like, hey this is a vodka i could build on i could play with you know it has character or whatever so yeah and i mean i don't know man i just make it simple and that's it i mean is is were you distilling other spirits or have you really just stuck with vodka so i i i experiment i see i can only make stuff that i like <laughs> You know, like I can't make a gin because I'm not into gin. I OD'd on gin in college. I forgot I my daughter's did. here. But um, yeah. And so in our like, 20s and 30s. Yeah, you know, I, I, so I can't do gin anymore. But I, I do like whiskey. So I, I have, I am working on whiskey and that'll be out this uh, holidays. Limited, very limited because I don't believe in sourcing. I got to make my stuff from scratch, you know, so. Yeah, that's a whole other topic about yeah, whiskeys. Yeah, yeah, that's a whole, eh, you know, that's a, yeah, it's a There's thing. There's a lot of whiskeys when you go through specs that has a big Texas on it. Mm -hmm. It's definitely not made in Texas. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's take a break. Finish this. Yeah. Get some more cocktails to sip on for the next segment. Sure. Let's do some of the weeds coming yes, up. Let's do it. And our guest is Ben Williams from Highway Vodka. We are at House of Blues. This is Drink of Ages. We'll be right back. <laughs>
Platypus Brewing, brewed with a Texan heart and Australian soul. Local brew craft beer, full restaurant, wine and cider, private event space located a stone's throw from downtown at 1902 Washington Avenue. What's your choice? Taco Tuesday, surf and turf steak night Wednesday, barbecue Thursday, smoked in house, fish and chips Friday, the best in town, covered patio and kids menu available, and up to 15 beers on tap including a range of cores and always new specialties from blondes, sours, IPAs, ambers and porters and stouts. Whatever your choice, we look forward to seeing you. Hey, book your next event at Platypus, platypusbrewing.com. Weekends are a great time to check out Megaton Brewing in Kingwood. Jared, Chris, and the gang have created a badass place to kick back and enjoy a few beers. Big stouts, approachable sours, and plenty of hoppy brews are on tap at Megaton. Lots of space to hold your birthday party, corporate outing, or any event in one of the most unique tap rooms in the Houston area. Check them out on social media for their concert and event schedule. Megaton Brewery. Hope to see everyone at the vault. You may have noticed there have been quite a few changes at No Label, and they are steadily pumping out tasty brews. With their new head brewer, Trailer, bringing in his West Coast brewing skills, taps have been flowing with lots of hoppy deliciousness like Cali Boy West Coast IPA. I'm real excited about what they're doing on the West Side. Top Room is open seven days a week, very family and dog friendly. Make the short trip to Katie and see what is happening at No Label. Follow them on social media for events and beer releases, No Label Brewing Company. Have an event in mind and looking for a place that is fun and beer is involved? Host your next event at a brewery. At Spindletap, they have full venue rental and partial rental options that are perfect for company events, birthday parties, weddings, receptions, and more. Host a memorable event at a venue that offers a fun atmosphere and many amenities. Email info at spindletap.com or call 713-325-1477 to get more details. Key Tea Wellness, our friends down in Dickinson, is where you need to go if you're feeling sluggish, non-energetic, and non-motivated, not just when you're hungover. Get to know your numbers. As we get a little older, our hormone levels change, men and women. Key Tea Wellness can help. Weight loss, hormone optimization, low testosterone, B12, Botox, and more. Stop in and tell them that you heard it on Drink of Ages and get a free B12 shot. KeyTWellness.com. Why not feel your best again? KeyTWellness.com. to Drink of Age Radio Show here on ESPN 7.5. We are live at House of Blues. And music guest this week, The Weeds, which you've been listening to in between the segments. Killed it. And then Ben Williams from Highway Vodka is also our guest. Yes, sir. Thank so, you so much. Man, absolutely. Thanks for coming out, man. I know no we've been doubt. trying to trying to meet make this work out, you know, where we yeah. have a time where we can get together. And um, I, I really want to come by the distillery. I was, yeah, I was man. wanting we're, to come by. Happen. Game plan was to meet up with you last week, but then, uh, you know, I don't know. Had a weird trip to New Orleans. <laughs> <laughs> that happens. <laughs> it, 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 yeah. it happened. And... For sure. So no, we'll make that happen for sure, man. Definitely uh, this week want to come by cool. and check out the place. No doubt. Come hang out. Yeah. So, yeah, we're actually working on a, uh, a real, true, you know, um, visitation experience or whatever you want to call it, you know. Like, we purchased about eight acres right next door to our existing site. 
And so we're going to be able to do like full concerts and have a whole, you know, tasting room experience. And also I'm going to set up my distillery tour kind of like in a method that kind of teaches you how to do it at home versus just, you know, walking through there and seeing equipment that you'll probably never purchase. But if you want this hobby, that's how I'm going to teach you through our tasting room experiences. Like it's going to be set up in the garage of the house and yeah, you can just go through there and, and see exactly. I mean, it really doesn't require it. a whole lot of equipment. Doesn't. That's the fun part about it. You could do it on your stove. Exactly. Yeah. All you need is a big pot and a still and a little plastic or whatever fermenter vessel you want to use, a jar, a big jar, whatever. Poke some holes in it. And that's it. Yeah. I mean, that's why I got fed up with trying to do beer because beer was, it was just too hard, man, too finicky. Like if you mess up the fermentation, you're you're done right there but with distilling like if you mess up the the fermentation it's like okay well i got a sour mash i'll just distill it at a lesser proof and see what happens you know so it's a little bit more forgiving for me you know yeah beer making beer at home uh i had a homebrew shop for a long time and oh really uh yeah. in Humble. and so i got to taste a lot of people's first second third time <laughs> oh, homebrew wow. batches and you and, survived. Oh, were, most of them were not good. You probably had a very clean inside. The <laughs> digestive tract was purged. I learned very quickly to the first little sip, I don't have to finish this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah. You know, then, then it became like a, a brutally honest kind of you situation. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. what I was going to ask you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. You yeah, got to, was, man. It was like, man, here's what's, I don't know what you did. Yeah, but you know, this that's thing, not but it. Don't ever do this again. <laughs> Yeah, but then some people would just surprise you, and all of a sudden they come up with some really good stuff. But at the same time, True. there was a lot of people making vodka, gin, whiskey, all these different spirits. Right. And right. so they were coming to buy all the grains and everything for it. Yep. And they'd show up, and they'd be like, hey, man, I made moonshine. Yeah. It's like, all right, let's taste it. Yeah, yeah I started buying just... stuff from DeFalco's off Stella Lincoln 610 way back. Yep. Yeah, that's where I would go get a lot of my equipment and hydrometers and... I mean, it became like my own little toy store. I bought so much stupid stuff out of there that I'd never used, but I thought it was cool. And I, I'm gonna use. This is gonna make the difference. This, yeah, this piece of equipment, whatever right? that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's always good to have at least like three extra hydrometers on hand. Apparently, because those things break. Man, I bought a case of hydrometers from the Falcos, and I should have known better because it was so dusty. When they finally, <laughs> they were like, "Thank God, we're we're unloading this thing," and I was like, "Yeah, that this." is gonna change everything. Mm -hmm. It never came out the case. Yeah, so if you are interested in ingredients and stuff, you know, where to go in Houston now. I mean, DeFalco's, unfortunately, they shut down. Yep. That's where I used to buy a bunch of stuff before we opened up our place. But, mm -hmm. um, and then we ended up shutting down our place. Mm -hmm. But you have uh, an humble, oh man, I'm drawing a blank right now, this is bad. It's a new place. It's when the vodka is um, kicking uh, in. It'll happen. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'll think of it in a minute. But yeah, you got two great homebrew shops in Houston that... Yeah, that still have uh, what you need if you want to do that. Where's the audience help in, in this situation? Can we edit this video? <laughs> a woo. Yeah, appreciate the woo. <laughs> the Grain Cellar in Humble there is you a go. great place to go to, to purchase all your, you know, homebrew equipment, uh, all your, your different ingredients, and, yeah. you know, could also help you in your, if you want to start 
making some spirits. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you'd be amazed at like, I mean, it's out there. I ordered all my stuff online, just as far as distilling equipment. I had no idea what I was getting, but just from what I read and you know looked at and saw over the years, just like, okay, that looks right. And whenever it gets here, and it came in a box full of parts, so we had to figure out how to put it together, you know, and all that. But um, yeah, man, nah, it's out there, and it's it's available. I mean, it's a big hobby, you know what I'm saying? I mean, when, when you're doing it, I mean, it really looks like a science project. <laughs> you know, like you're in the lab, and you got all this Yo, you know, copper equipment and everything going on. It's funny because um, my my mother could tell you I did not do well in chemistry in high school at all. <laughs> <laughs> but so and people always say like you're like a chemist I'm like dude no nah <laughs> I'm just trying to make something that tastes good you know what I'm right. saying like and then and and am I my own like worst crash test dummy you know what I'm saying <laughs> gotta drink a lot of bad stuff before you get there so well you were talking in the first segment how you would you know had a, your people at your restaurant be your guinea pigs to try it out yeah yeah, I mean, like, what what restaurants did you have? Like, what were you doing? So we had a, a restaurant still there now called Lucille's. Okay. Um, it's right there uh, next to the Children's Museum, mm-hmm. off of uh, La Branch and Ben's, and I uh, had a bar called Scrappy Browns, and that was on Almeida, and uh, so yeah, I would just kind of bounce between there and let people, uh, you know, see what was going on and stuff like that, and just letting them taste my stuff. And uh, but yeah, I mean, like. That that was like really the you know and you get those relationships from the other side of the bar, uh, running bars and restaurants and stuff like that. So I thought I had distribution sewn because I knew all these people. Then of course when you show up with your own product and your permit, yeah, everybody just goes away. So I that's how I ended up again backwardsly falling into my distribution with the. Silver Eagle, which is like, you know, you know who Silver Eagle is. No, Silver Eagle well, yes. Yeah, and I was their very first spirit, you know. And I actually called a friend of mine uh, to rant on getting turned down by yet another distributor uh, who promised me that it was all good. And I was just like, I cannot believe this, you know. And then he's like, yeah, let me call my buddy and see whatever. And he's like, hey, we're about to do spirits. And boom. And I hit that same thing, blind tasted them against... uh, three different brands, you know, so it was four things, uh, all popular vodka products, and uh, I won unanimously. And they picked me up, and from there, they started handing me off to other Budweiser distributors across the state, you know. So I like being distributed by the beer guys, because A, they don't have a lot of spirits, and B, they're really cool, and they have every account <laughs> in a territory. Definitely, you know and saying? airports, and everything, everywhere. Everywhere yeah. Budweiser, and Budweiser is everywhere, you know, so. Yeah, I work for uh, Spindle Tap, and we're Oh, yeah, they're cool guys out there on uh, the north side, mm-hmm. yeah. Distributed through Silver Eagle, that's who I play golf with today, yeah. as a matter of fact. Yeah, and you know, it's funny, because when I first bro- broke out the whiskey for the first time to do like a sampling, we were at Spindle Tap, with a bunch of Silver Eagle guys, and I'll never forget, I had them, let them taste it, and uh, <laughs> and they were like, uh, the, the, the head guy was like, um, so what do you think, guys, can we sell it? And they were all like, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, one more round, and right, then we'll right, talk right. about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was, it was cool, man. So Spindle Tab's a cool place. I really like it. 
Yeah, if you're around Saturday, uh, the show's airing Friday, but Saturday, Punks and Pints Fest. Uh, oh, really? Some really good bands playing. Los Carnales is going to close it out. This Saturday coming this up? This Saturday coming oh, yeah, up. Yeah, come out for sure. And, man, I don't know. It might be a good place for you to sample some of this out. Yeah, I mean, you know, if they'll allow it, you know, but they're cool guys, so I don't think they'll have a problem with it. We'll see, you know? Yeah. So what about this whiskey? Tell so, us about it. Yeah, so the whiskey basically is the same mash bill with just a little rye added to it because I like rye, but not a lot. Not, 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 not like heavy rye, just, just enough to give it that twang, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, but it's basically my still my basic mash bill of hemp, corn, and water. That's it, hemp seed, corn, and water. And a little bit of rye just to add it that thing. And uh, we sit it up in some um, American uh, oak medium char barrels, brand new. So technically, it could be a bourbon. I just like the term whiskey better. <laughs> I like that way that sounds. Whiskey with an E. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And like, so yeah, Highway Young American Whiskey. So, you know, aged uh, here in Houston, you know, the aging process is a little accelerated because it's so hot. And I have them in storage containers, shipping containers, uh, you know, no AC, no nothing. So they're just in there steaming. Yeah. You know? And so, uh, you, you know, they, they get there pretty quick. And so. What size uh, barrels are you? I use 25s. 25s? Yeah, yeah. Because for one, they're cheaper. <laughs> and, uh, and it's faster. And it's faster. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and I try to stick to my code of not cheating, you know, too much. So, um, you know, I'm excited about it, man. People are liking it. And, um, yeah, you know, I'm excited about it. And when you come out, you'll see. You Same kind of uh, profile, that oil adds yeah. that smoothness yep. to it. Yeah, the body is still there. You know, and what's even more, what's even cooler about it to me is that those oils, when it comes to whiskey and those barrels, there's a lot more cool flavors to hold on your palate other than just the sugar from the corn. So now you're talking about all that kind of like cinnamon. And I don't like to, you know, like, I listen to like a lot of whiskey podcasts and, and people do tasting notes. And honestly, I, I don't understand that when they start talking, you know, leather, wood, oh, oak. Man. I'm yeah. in the beer world. People start talking like horse saddles. Right, and yeah. barnyard I, I, stuff. I don't, I don't want like, that. I don't want that right here. That's not what I'm looking for right you know, now. Not, not, not personally. Cat pee. I'm like, right. I don't, why is that <laughs> a good flavor? Yo, you for know, real. And so, like, what I like about our process is it kind of grabs the fun stuff out the barrel. So if I just were to, if I were to do the tasting notes, it'd just be more like some cinnamon kind of stuff. Just some good sweet stuff that kind of reminds you of the holidays a little bit. I guess that would be nutmeg if you want to break it down. But, like, it just reminds me of the holidays. And, and it's nice and sweet and it's easy to drink just like Highway. And uh, the only thing that I'm really going, and maybe you could give me some insight, especially when you come out. I just don't know what proof I want to release it at. I can see that. <laughs> I mean, I hear that. Cash proof. Yep. But, you know, you want to sell some of this stuff, too. That, 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 stuff, that stuff can get pretty hot. <laughs> yeah, it can. But, but yo, you know what? Like, that's where, like, all the flavors are. You, well, you know, and then the, as you dilute it down, you dilute it down. And so I'm trying to find, like, somewhere in between 194 you know, that's, so. that's still a good little proof. I think so. Yeah. Still maintains good color. Still has a lot of the fun stuff, and not not hard. 
you know what I'm saying? Not hard to me anyway, but that might not be a good bar for that. You know? <laughs> so. I think you and I are a lot alike in what would, how we describe what we're drinking. It's like, hey, that's pretty nice. Yeah, basically, <laughs> this is good. This is good. Yeah, I, I like this. Right, right, right. Yeah. And there you Explain have the tasting. It, oh, it note. tastes great. Tastes great. What were the flavor profiles? Well, good it's stuff. good. It was, it was just good. Yeah, I'm really enjoying this. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. All right, we're going to take another break and listen to some more of the weeds. Let's do it. They're killing it. Ben Williams is our guest. Highway Vodka. Yes, this is Drink of Ages. <laughs> Thank you. Be right back. Appreciate it.
That girl next door. That girl next door. Oh, that girl next door. That girl. Most fun and good times. Beer Fest is back, happening November 11th through the 13th at Katie Mills Mall, featuring multiple stages of live music, food trucks, multiple party zones, and of course, lots of beers to try. Over 600 if we are counting. VIP is where you want to be, but general admission is still a great time. Get your tickets today for Wild West Brew Fest, November 11th, by going to wildwestbrewfest.com, one of the premier brew fests in the country. Wildwestbrewfest.com. Mark your calendar for June 26th. Punks and Pints Fest Music Fest is happening at Spindle Tap, headlined by one of Houston's best, Los Cornales, with Dead Rabbits, O'Doyle Rules, The Lockdowns, and Stupid Idiot, featuring burlesque performances and a collaboration beer release between Drink of Ages, Baba Brewhouse, and Spindle Tap Brewery. Search Punks and Pints Fest on Eventbrite for ticket link and info, and follow on Facebook, Punks and Pints Fest, badass music and badass beers. Punks and Pints Fest, June 26th. This week's Brew Ops bottle release at True Anomaly is Commander Wonderlick, which brings together a few of the best qualities found in the neighborhood. True Anomaly convinced 8th Wonder to do a Belgian beer, and of course they went big with a Belgian strong ale. True Anomaly scooped out some and conditioned it in one of their funky fooders for half a year. It's no wonder that this blend starts with rustic cedar and oak notes both in the nose and initial tasting, while finishing with a long spice touch. Both elements build in profile throughout the glass while getting a little help from the healthy ABV backbone to balance. Get some in the tap room over at True Anomaly before it's gone. Live shows are back at House of Blues with Max Flynn this Saturday and next Tuesday. Join us for the recording of Drink of Ages Radio Show with House of Blues Restaurant. Make some great food. The restaurant is open Tuesday through Sunday at 5 p.m. Houseofblues.com slash Houston for more events and info. Go see a show. Hey, this is Blake Harris, the general manager of Rudyard's British Pub. Just want to invite you guys out to our Thursday night steak and pint night. It's $25 for a 16-ounce New York strip, party potatoes, Caesar salad, and a free pint. As well, starting at 7 o'clock, we've got $4 pints all night long. Right now, we're doing about 20 on draft, and in the near future, we will be increasing that number. So come check us out. We're at 2010 Wall Drive in Montrose.
Highway Vodka. Yeah, yeah, that's me. <laughs> so, I mean, say Ben Williams from Highway Vodka. What's it going to be whenever the whiskey comes out? Then it'll just be the Highway Distillery. The Highway Distillery. Yeah. There when there's go. more than one product, we'll just go overarched. Yep. Not bad, man. <laughs> Not bad at all. Yeah. Uh, sip it on this, man. It is. It's an easy, easy sipper. Yeah, that's the goal, man. That was. That was the goal, just trying to make something fun for me and my friends to drink and have fun with and thankful that so far a lot of people like it, so it's all good. Now, it's, I needed this earlier today. Like I said, I was playing <laughs> around the golf, and I mean, it's hot. Right. It's just hot and brutal. Like, right. When it's too hot to drink beer, and my friend's like, what do you mean it's too hot to drink beer? I was like, no, <laughs> man, actually, it's too hot to even drink beer. Yeah. This would have been... No, nice. yeah, man, you take some of this and put some just water on top of it and ice, you can go all night. <laughs> yeah, stay hydrated at the same time. Uh-huh. That's, that's, I used to do that. Like, that was my thing is, like, from the bar industry, just, like, you know, have a tall glass of water and highway and easy. Yeah. Keep and, going. Yeah, I mean, if you're watching the video, it looks like we're just sitting over here drinking ice water. Right. Just enjoying, enjoying life. Exactly. Yeah, man. Now, you guys, I don't know, just reading up on some of the different things that you do. I mean, of course, you got the spirits, but you also do a lot of stuff for the community and for different charities and things. Right. So, um, you know, during COVID, a lot of crazy stuff obviously was happening. And uh, what my brother, uh, who's my partner in the restaurants and stuff like that, um, he wanted to start doing some give back stuff for the first responders and everything and what he wanted to do was go deliver meals to uh the night shift because nobody was showing up for the night shift and he's a night owl so he would go and start handing out these pre-cooked meals to the night shift and man that thing just grew and grew and grew to where we started doing you know just trying to help out with food insecurity during those times and uh giving out pre-cooked meals to just a lot of different communities, you know, elderly people that where their family couldn't get to them and stuff like that, doing that. And so he, um, we formed a, a nonprofit called Lucille's 1913. I'm a founding board member, my brother's executive director. And uh, to date, we've done over 300,000, well, sorry, close to 300,000 meals. And oh, uh, wow. yeah, it's, it's taken on a, like, this huge life of its own. and. Um, to is branching out to like farms, developing farms and teaching communities how to, you know, create self-sustaining food sources and even reaching into helping like people coming out of the, the like the juvenile uh, incarceration system, bringing them into the system and teaching them about food from the seed all the way to retail so that they come out, they, they, they learn about food from the beginning, they work in the kitchens to help prepare the meals that go out. Um, all the way down to fermentation labs uh, producing products for retail. And so it'll give them, by the time they come out of of incarceration, they'll have training 
in an industry that you could take anywhere on the world. Anywhere. Yeah, yeah. that's the thing. And, I mean, and, opportunity. And, yeah, and, and a life for them, yeah. right? And then during Yuri. That's badass. Yeah, man. It, it just all just kind of organically happened. And uh, uh, during Yuri, you know, obviously we were doing tons of meal giveaways. But then when water became a thing, so at the distillery, we actually sit on a, uh, an artisan aquifer, right? So thank God we're on well water, no water bill, which is huge. Yes. <laughs> it takes a lot of water to make Yo. to make vodka. Yo, it takes a lot of water to do a distillery, and uh, but yeah, we sit on the Artisan Aquifer, and you know, because Houston, these hurricanes run through every so often and keep them full, and uh, so we did over ten thousand liters of donated water. We just took our one liter bottles start filling them up with water, pushing them out to the community and stuff like that. So that's why we kind of like call ourselves like the true spirit of Houston because we're here, we make it here, and we, we, we want to support people and our people, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, it's really important to us to make sure, you know, like every a dollar from every bottle of highway purchased, you know, out in the retail market or whatever goes back to help support these initiatives of combating food insecurity and stuff like that. So. That's really a big thing with us, you know. Yeah, it's always good to hear you know, com- companies that, especially because you're not even old. I mean, you haven't been around that long. No. And, and already given a, a whole lot thing. back. Yeah, it's a thankful thing to be in a position to do so. I mean, you know, it worked out, you know. And, um, but even if you just have the way my brother and I and my, my partner, uh, Wendell, we, the way we look at it is like if you just have, if you have what you need, anything extra that you can share, you need to share. You know what I'm saying? Um, because we're good, you know, and uh, and we just want everybody to help as many people as we can be good, you know. Right. Yep. Are you from Houston? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, born and raised. The only time I left was when I went to school. And that's it. Came back here, and um, I just love it here, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's home, and uh, it's a dope city, you know. It's a fantastic city. I mean, same here, you know. was. Mm-hmm. Born at Parkway Hospital off 45 and uh, Tidwell, yeah. <laughs> wherever that is. I was born Parker. in Riverside. Yeah. Off of Elgin, and uh, what is the Riverside? I can't remember the cross street, but yeah, right on the cusp of Third Ward over there. Yep. Yep. So no, I mean it's, it's all kind of opportunities to leave the city and everything. But honestly, I travel a lot, go to yeah. places. Yeah. And one of my favorite things to do is eat. And right. You oh. can't go anywhere else in the world to get what you nah, get here. Nah, dude, like this. The food scene here is like, it, it kills everywhere. I don't care like what people say about anywhere. You know what I'm saying? You could go, and then and the thing is like, if you if you notice other food cities, they'll have a thing. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Like, yeah, there's always a they'll thing. They'll have a thing. Yeah. But as broad as the food scene is here, and the, not only the, how, just the quality of chefs and all that, but just, you know, the portion sizes. I mean, it's just kind of, it's on steroids here, you know? That's, that's another thing. When, uh, you know, you go to Kansas City and right. you just go get barbecue. Right. I mean, it's good. Yeah. You know, it's good. It's cool. But here, when you go get barbecue, I mean, it's top notch. It is. And no sauce needed. No sauce needed. And it's just, like you said, the portions. It's huge. Yeah. And that. Has, it's a gift and a curse to that. <laughs> <laughs> there is. You know, it shows. <laughs> yeah, it does. It does. So, you know, I mean, but I, 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 I put Houston food scene up against anywhere, literally in the world. And I, I've, I've been fortunate enough to travel pretty extensively. And 
So you can't beat it. Um, with the like the brewery scene coming up over the last decade, right yep. now Houston, I mean, there's some fantastic people making some great beers, and great now beers. distilleries popping up. Yep. Yeah, you know, that's another one. For a long yep. time, when we had we had Whitmire's that, that make fantastic stuff, and right. then Yellow Rose. Yep. Uh, and now like there's an Humble Distilling Company. Yeah, there's some. And there's, there's several a, others there's that some have popped other ones. up. Yeah. So I mean, I think it's just a big market. It's just a big open market available. Yeah, and I mean, it's, it's, it's the cool thing about distilling and all that is as many of them potentially may pop up, it's still small. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, man, you know, it's just it's small. It still pales in comparison to craft breweries and such, and uh, probably just because of the permitting aspect of it all. I don't know. But um, it's still a, definitely a small community, so... You know, if you look hard enough, you can definitely find some really cool stuff being made by folks. And uh, I love it. You know, there's nothing better than to run into somebody and you can start talking about, you know, um, you know, still temperature and they understand. Yeah. But it's hard to find those people. But like, yeah, I, I appreciate the scene as it grows, you know, and I'm glad to be a part of it. And I used to go secret shop at Whitmire's all the time. So if they're watching this or hearing this, like, yeah, I was over there a lot. And I was that guy that asked all the weird questions. <laughs> I was the guy that, uh, you know, they're like, hey, you want some? I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, hey, you can stop pouring at any time now. Right, right, <laughs> right, right. There's some big pours going on. Oh, with man, they guys. were having a good time over there the first time I ever went. I was like, wow, these guys are just having fun. Yeah. And, like, and, and that, that was really... Uh, that's that excited me as well yeah another group that did a whole lot of really good stuff during covid and that shut down it was yeah. everything uh making getting sanitizer business yeah and they everything did that else thing that they did that thing to the fullest you know mm -hmm. so i mean yeah we we also converted over to sanitizer because that was all that you could do at that time but also at the same time we experienced a large boom on the off-premise sales you know so like we had to still service that because people were sitting at home and just going to the liquor stores. Just drinking a lot. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's weird. I mean, it's good. And then. But then when you look back on it. Yeah. It's, it's like, man, how many Zoom calls was I on? Oh, dude. That bottle got empty. Exactly. And that's how many. Um, that's how a lot of those weird Zoom calls that go viral probably happen. Yeah. You, know? <laughs> <laughs> you no forget doubt. to push that camera button and you're sitting there drinking. And next thing you know, you're naked. In front of your boss. <laughs> That's why I never call my boss. Yeah. <laughs> just exactly. Just exactly. My next big question. I mean, honestly, uh, with all the uh, using a lot of hemp seed and everything, I mean, is weed ever going to be legal in Texas? It's it's coming. I mean, at some point, and the level of investment that these huge companies, even in the spirits industry companies, are putting into that, I mean, it's it's inevitable. I, I still think that we're going to be probably one of the last states, you know what I'm saying, that... Uh, it'll be federal before? It'd be, it'd, yeah. yeah, and then, then finally, you know, and it's just like... but And then when it happens here, because, I mean, you know, this is like, what, the 11th largest economy in the world? Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, like, when it happens here, oh, my God, you know, it's, 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 it's going to be amazing. We'll be the fifth largest economy in the yeah, world. Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably, because, I happen. mean... Dude, I mean, you know, that's, that's the biggest thing that people take for, I take for granted a lot by being from here, born and raised. 
I mean, you forget that this is like a huge city. And if you're able to do cool things in this city and make, and make a move, make a mark, I mean, you've really accomplished something uh, that you should be proud of. You know what I'm saying? Just the same as you, you should be very proud because, like, you've been able to create something that, that, that's not easy, you know, and in a very large market, you know what I'm saying? And it's still here and it's happening. And, and so, I mean, like, those are the kind of small things, man, that, like, being in business, you know what I'm saying, that, like, you don't really feel from the inside because you're just in the thick of it. But when you, when you rain out and look at it from the outside, you can really be appreciative of what you've done and what you've, and that doesn't mean that you just pat yourself on the back and chill. That just means like good Too job. late, man. I'm like well, four yeah. vodkas we're, deep. We're chilling now, <laughs> but tomorrow <laughs> I'll be right back to the tomorrow, grind. Tomorrow's back to yeah, the grind. Exactly. So, I mean, you know, uh, and it's just beautiful to do stuff that you love to do, man. And I mean, I'm, I'm, we're at work right now, and I'm appreciating this time with you, and we're yeah. kicking it, man. So I love it. So um, can people come by the distillery and hang out? No. Not yet. No. So I'm building a site. Did I mention this? Um, I'm yeah, you mentioned that you're, you're yeah, building. Yeah, so right now, no. Like, we just added on to our current production site. of. Uh, we just added like a 10,000-square-foot building uh, to increase as we scale. But, but uh, Where exactly? So it's off of uh, 288 and the Beltway, right okay. in that area, right before you get to Pearland. Man, that's funny. You know, that's like five minutes from my house. No, yeah. No, well, it really well, is. you know, we, we can I talk. get off at McCard. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's not far from there at all. And, yeah. like, um, yeah, like, you know, we could do something. But, like, as, as far as the public, not yet. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm kind of a... I don't want a lot of people just running through there right now. It's not right. set up for that. Because I, I actually, when we set it up, I was, you know, I come from this side of the industry, so I wasn't interested in doing like a bar and that whole thing. You know, I wanted to have a product that went out. Mm. You know, but uh, now, you know, as when we build this new facility next door, you know, we have people like the weeds come through and play stuff like that's what I want to do. I don't yeah. want to do it any other. You know, like just come through and look at our still and dip your finger in what's Events. running out and I, yeah. Yeah. Now I want to have an experience I want to have a yeah. you know, I want to kick it yeah you know what I'm saying so yeah man I dig it man this is uh this is really smooth probably the smoothest vodka I've ever drank thank you man I appreciate yeah. that man that was the goal oh you definitely hit it I can't wait to try the whiskey yeah man we'll we'll make that happen we'll make it happen prior to <laughs> All right. Well, Ben, man, appreciate you coming and hanging out. Highway Vodka, soon to be Highway Distillery. Yeah. yeah. Uh, how do people find more information about you and, and actually come go start buying product? Yeah. So, you know, around Texas, you know, Total Wine Specs, all your major places. Um, uh, also, if you're outside of the uh, Texas or Georgia or Southern California, Florida, you can go to ReserveBar.com or just go to HighwayVodka.com and you can order it. It'll be delivered to you there. And um, you can just search on any of your social media stuff, Highway Vodka. We pop up. Yeah, man. Man, very nice. Man, appreciate you hanging out, man. It's been yeah, a whole man. lot of fun. Cheers, buddy. Thanks, bro. I enjoyed yeah. it, dude. It's very been, cool. It's been good. But the good mm. thing is we're about to listen to some more of the weeds. Let's go. They're Let's about to close this whole show out. Close it out the right way. You can see them Saturday, July 10th at Bob Sports Bar, July 17th at Jailhouse Saloon, and August 20th at 1886 Humble Backyard. If you liked what you listened to, look up the Weeds music. Yep. Follow them on Instagram, Facebook, all that stuff. And, man, for God's sake, go see a live show. 
That's it what needs I to happen. Do. Man, bring it back. Bring it back. Bring it. And thank God for the Wii's for keeping live music alive. How about that? Still, yeah, yeah no yeah, doubt. for real. You can listen to any of the old shows sponsored by No Label Brewing Company. Uh, SoundCloud, iTunes, Apple Music, whatever it's called these days, <laughs> Amazon, you know, it's right, just right, all right. over the web. So go right. back and listen to some of the old shows that we've had and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Watch what we're sitting around talking about drinking. Exactly. Amen. We'll be back here at House of Blues next Tuesday with another fun show. Everybody be safe. Talk to everyone next week. Thank you.